Chatting with me today is Jessica Haber. She's a can mom of two teenage boys, a local business owner, and has been disabled for 31 years. We talk about how cannabis has helped her heal physically and mentally from her car accident and how to handle having a teenage son dabbling in cannabis. Enjoy Jessica Haber. Hi to everyone listening. I'm Lindsay, owner of Cannabom CBD Topicals, and this is my podcast, Cannamoms, where I talk to other Cannamoms or non-moms, but always about cannabis. Okay, I'm sitting here with my friend Jessica from the Farmer's Market. We met at the Farmer's Market. I was her customer and now friend and now colleague, kind of, because we are in business together as well. Um, So why don't you just start, Jessica, with what is your business? Um, I own a small local business called AZ Dope Soap. So we make natural um, soaps mostly and then skincare, beard, and hair care. Yeah, and they're amazing. I love your soaps. Thank you. I put them in that, mm, like, it's like fishnet, I want to say. <laughs> the soap saver. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and I use it for um, before I shave. Wonderful. Yeah. Yep, it works really well. What's that called when you're trying to, like, get oh, the skin? Oh, uh, exfoliating. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, this is why I make bath bombs and not exfoliants. Um <laughs> And how many kids do you have? I have two, um, and they're now just this month. One turned eighteen, and one will be thirteen next week, which two is crazy. Teenage boys, yeah, it's bananas. That's gonna be my life in, in a while. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I know. I need it. Um, and how long have you been consuming cannabis? Um, most of my life, uh, pretty much. I'm forty six now, um, <laughs> and I probably since I'm. 14, 15. Wow. Yeah. The way you hid. You hid from your 46 (laughs) with your hand. That was funny. So when did you start when you were 14 and 15? Probably about then somewhere. Yeah. Uh, How often do you consume now? Now I am basically a daily smoker, but I smoke mostly at night. Mm, Okay. Um, That's like my thing. Do you do joints, bongs, edibles? What's your... I poison. prefer, I have a uh, one hitter, a bat, and that's like my jam. That's my go-to. Um, I, that's what I prefer. Wow. Otherwise, like uh, joints, I haven't done a bong hit in forever, but. Same. <laughs> I used to often. I know, right? The big ones too. <laughs> yes. The six footers and like all those crazy steamrollers <laughs> and bombs used to be so fun. Yes. Now that I'm older, I'm like, I don't have time for that. No, that's too much effort, too yeah. much preparation. I'm not. Smells yeah. like the bong. You got to clean the bong. Yeah. I did buy a bong recently though, because joints take too long sometimes, which I guess the one hitter solves that problem yeah that's really you just use a one hitter I'm trying to imagine just (laughs) using a one hitter and I'm like how are you doing that you don't you have a low tolerance I do have a very low tolerance I used to not I used to smoke um pretty much all day every day all the time um functionally you know working going to school something changed yeah uh when I had my kids I just I didn't I didn't feel right doing it all day when my first was born. Like, it was kind of taboo, so Mm -hmm. it was different back then. And now I just, you know, if I'm home alone working, I I will smoke during the day. But my tolerance went down so much. So I'm like the one-hit wonder. So that's your one-hitter. That's (laughs) cute. (laughs) Yeah. 
And you were in New York then, or when did you move from New York? Yeah, I born and raised in New York. Um, we moved here eight years ago. Oh, wow. So you were consuming every day in New York. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How were you managing that? Just a friend? Yeah. Yeah. Or you always know someone, especially in New York, everybody knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, never a problem. <laughs> and why did you start smoking? Were you just a kid or... In the beginning, I think I started just because everybody was doing it and I was a kid and we were drinking and smoking and that's just kind of what we did when we hung out. Um, As I got older, I found that it just helped me function a little better. Um, I'm very much an overthinker, very much high anxiety, um, always on edge. So it became less recreational and more medicinal for me. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. And it's interesting you say that because sometimes when I tell people that I use it for being very go, 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 mind won't shut off, very anxious, a lot of the times people will tell me that it gives them anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I find it interesting that like me and you can smoke it and feel less anxious, but then somebody else can smoke it and have like a literal panic attack, <laughs> yeah, you know? Absolutely. Do you find that you buy strain specific I, w- I was just going to say the the beauty of uh, marijuana being legal now is that mm-hmm. you can be very specific as to what you want, what kind of high you're looking for, what you want to achieve, and what you want to avoid. So instead of just getting it from a guy and hoping it's hoping it's looking. weighed out right and yeah, <laughs> you know, because sometimes it does cause anxiety if you're smoking too much maybe or the mm-hmm. wrong strain. So yeah, it definitely helps and. Um, Along with my overthinking and anxiety, I guess I get kind of ADD where I have a million ideas, as I know you do too, and mm. you want to make everything kind of come to fruition, and it really helps me focus, which yeah. is important. Yeah, same. I can have, I literally will start one task and be like, oh, I was gonna, and leave that task, walk away from it, start another task, and be like, wait, what am I, what am I doing? And go back to that <laughs> first task and be like, oh, shit, I left the crock pot on though, and. If I smoke, though, I will just do that one thing because I'm almost not even like present. I don't I don't know how to explain it. It like puts me in like the zone and I can just focus on the actual one thing I'm doing and then go to that second thought and then go to the crock Mm -hmm. pot. Yeah. Does that help you with you? Absolutely. We do very similar things for our business. (laughs) I make bath bombs. You make soap. So it's like a lot of the same mixing and waiting and setting. And yeah. And in between, you're trying to do this, that, and the other thing, and you have kids, and it's just, it's a lot to kind of take in all at once. So, like I said, I'm mostly like a nighttime smoker now to just chill and relax, but when I am working or when I'm stressed, I definitely use that to just keep me on track, for sure. Mm -hmm. Do you have your medical card, or do you just use it recreational? Yeah, I don't have a card. So did you wait? Or you just had a friend of a friend of a friend before it became recreational. I always knew someone. I always knew someone that had a medical card. It might have been me (laughs) (laughs) that somebody knew somebody, somebody. It might have been us. (laughs) Um, And how does it help you physically along with mentally? Um, Physically, it definitely helps um, with aches and pains. Um, Obviously, people can't see, but I have a disability. So I do get back pain often. I work a lot with my hands, so shoulders are... You have to, like, overcompensate with your upper body? Yes. Yeah. So a lot of um, my pain just comes from working, pretty much, in daily life. So uh, it 
it definitely helps with that as well. And I do use like the the CBD as an added bonus for like topical application and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 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 The salve, it's literally covering my entire spine right now. Like before I left, I was like, wait a minute. I don't know what's going on with my back this week, but it's just like tingly. Like I can feel the nerves are mad. Well, I've seen you at work carrying a baby and making bath bombs at the same time. So this kid, I need to find a different situation because I don't know. I just posted a reel yesterday. He's like climbing onto my metal tables. He took a chunk out of a bath bomb the other day and I had to like fish it out of his mouth because I'm like, no, that's not safe. And he's like crawling into these, these like tins I use. Yeah. Yeah. He's knocking things over, just like pulling on the bubble wrap. Yeah. I don't, I need to find a different situation, but I have this predicament because would I rather pay someone to watch my kid or pay someone to go to work? You know? Yeah. It's like almost cheaper to just pay someone to go manufacture my products because childcare is so expensive now. It is. Like, and it's also, you know, that's your that's your baby. Yeah, Those days are exactly. limited. So it's nice to be able to have that's not the worst predicament. Right. It's not the worst predicament, but my back <laughs> my back would disagree. <laughs> I dr- I try to wear him and stuff, but it's like if I'm just going to pick him up for a quick minute while I do something really fast and then go put him down again, I don't want to like get the carrier out and everything right. like that. So Yeah, enough about me. <laughs> my back hurts, that's all. <laughs> um your husband, I've met him a couple times. I love him. Does he consume with you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Do you guys use it, like, together? Yeah, for, uh, all the time. I mean, we live together. We do everything together pretty right. much. We've been married 22 years. So, uh, Congratulations. Thanks. It's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, we. I mean, he's always been a smoker. We always grew up smoking together, you know, so we still do. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Goals. <laughs> Where I'm at nine years. Wow. Yeah. It, it'll be a 22 in no time, trust me. I know. I'm like nine years. I realize we're going to be together for 10 years next year. That's And next year is going to be like here in a, here in a flash, yep. you know? Absolutely. What is life? <laughs> Man, I'm on one today. <laughs> okay, so you have a 13-year-old and an 18-year-old, and you consume with your husband, so it's fairly normalized. Um, you sell it. So um, Jessica also... S- buys wholesale for me and sells CBD at the farmer's market that I met her at. Um, and I've met her children there. Do your kids know that you smoke weed? And if so, how do you talk to them about it? Um, yes and no. Uh, my younger one doesn't know. Um, we kind of wanted to wait till they were older, but we also don't want it to be taboo. So we have a very open relationship or we try to with our children where um, we discuss openly, um, smoking weed, doing other drugs, uh, drinking, sex, everything is kind of an open discussion. I just feel like they're going to do it. They're going to see it. They're going to be introduced to all those things. So we rather they have the knowledge to approach it the right way, um, we did catch my older son came home high once like a couple of years ago uh and was i mean clearly yeah visibly yeah uh probably one of his first times too it was his first time couldn't mask it (laughs) uh and we knew like immediately and it you know it's funny but then we had to have a talk about it like 
where did you get it from? What, you know, like you have to be careful these days too because, you know, you have the vape pens and where is it coming from and mm-hmm. what's actually in it. Like it's one thing to me maybe because I'm old school and I am old, like flour is flour. Right. And I feel like it's a natural thing and it's, you know. Probably the worst thing on it is maybe pesticides exactly. if you're not getting it from a dispensary. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But then this other stuff, like I've had a couple of vapes that came from reliable sources even that I bugged out. Like I had full on like crazy reaction to. So, you know, we do talk about that. Um, we try to let them know that it's okay, everything in moderation, um, and just be careful and be safe. You know, mm-hmm. like these things are going to come up. Um, smoking weed is sometimes seen as bad, but we don't feel it's bad. So if you're going to do it, just do it right and don't be stupid about it, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Yeah. Just like anything else, I guess. Does he speak back or is he just like, hey, mom? Uh, Depends on his mood because he is a teenager. So <laughs> some days he's like, whatever. Uh you know, we know he went on a trip with his friends and they were in California. I'm like, we know what you're doing there. Like, we're yeah. not stupid. And he's like, no, no, no. But then he comes home and he's like, yeah, we were smoking. And I'm like, okay, good. You know, like, not good that you were, but good that you can tell us and you know you're not going to be in trouble. Like, I I grew up in a very conservative household. So even now, like, I don't think my parents, I wouldn't even let them listen to this. You yeah. Know what, I mean? <laughs> what podcast? <laughs> and I'm 46. So I don't want to have that with my kids. I want them to be okay with yeah. coming to us with things. Literally same. Yeah. So you are open about it and he knows he can, but does he feel like you guys look down on it? Or is there an age where you would, like be okay even smoking with him or anything like that um we we don't look down on it and I as he got older like definitely the last year between like 17 and 18 like we tell him like we've smoked our whole we were all teenagers (laughs) like we all went to college yeah it's not anything different anymore you know they're they're gonna do what we did (laughs) a hundred percent and that's you know we made comments and he's like, so you guys still smoke? I'm like, yeah, you know, like it's, it is what it is, you know, I'm not going to hide it. Um, I guess when they're younger, I don't want them to take advantage of it so much or like, I mean, I'm a functional weed smoker. I always have been. It helps me be productive, but some people aren't like that. And that is more my concern. Like, do what you want, but still don't be lazy. Be an active member of society, like with Get or your without. Shit done. Yeah, yeah, like I don't stand for laziness, so I don't want that to be an excuse. If that even makes sense. No, it makes know? sense, and it's actually a good point because a lot of brain development is going on too, and I feel like that can happen if you smoked so much when you were like younger to twenty five. I think is when most adult brains are are done. Um, developing, I feel like you can really take on that like couch lock mm-hmm. um, lifestyle for like forever after that. You know what I mean? <laughs> because your brain is so used to having those chemicals and those like feelings and it's like almost habit, right? right. Like if you, mm-hmm. even if it's not, even if it's a sativa and it's not like a couch lock drug, if you're used to you know, smoking a ton of weed, sitting on the couch and watching Netflix, that's probably what you're going to want to do every time 
you smoke weed. Right. And that's kind of like the the fine line. You know, just make sure you can handle it and live your daily life and be productive. And that's mm-hmm. everything beyond that. Yeah. It's okay because I feel like when something's taboo or I as a teenager, like the second my parents were like, no, 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 I was doing it, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I was lying about it and then you have to do all this stuff to cover it up. So, you know, they are going to do stupid things because no matter what you do, they're teenagers and they're boys, which is a whole other situation. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I think it's important to just be open and honest with them about pretty much everything yeah and hope for the best do you have like a text me this phrase or I won't ask you any questions type of um deal we kind of did for a while and then like COVID happened and no one left the house and then things just changed a lot in general not to blame it on COVID because it's annoying but like uh when he started going out with his friends driving um just kind of being more independent we definitely and I still tell him that we don't really have a code anymore but like you know no questions asked and I tell his friends that too because a lot of his friends don't have that relationship or yeah yeah and like his girlfriend their friends like you need a ride you're drinking call me call kit like do not do something stupid Mm -hmm. you know it's uh, it's I think it's important for them yeah that's when bad things happen right you're not gonna call someone who's going to get mad at you. Right. You're definitely not. Yeah. 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 I want to be just like you when I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have to hide your use from, uh, you kind of mentioned this already, <laughs> other people in your family or colleagues, or would you feel comfortable like, you know, wearing a can mom shirt <laughs> or anything like that? Um, the stigma is deep is what I'm getting at it's here. It's very deep. And again, I didn't grow up in a generation where it was as accepted. So I definitely feel like, what are people going to think? And that's not my normal personality. So I think over the last couple of years, we definitely um, became a lot more comfortable. But I still get nervous around definitely my dad. He's very conservative. Yeah. Uh, not so much my mom. Um you know, and, and with the business, it's like people are, are pretty judgmental, so it does make me nervous. But I would say I've definitely seen or noticed the majority doesn't care. Right. And are totally fine with it. Yeah. I've noticed that and when I do wear or talk about or <clears throat> bring up cannabis, mostly people smoke too. Yeah, you know 100%. I, yeah, and they're just waiting for you to, like, open that door. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, my God, we yes. do. Let's smoke together. When you were younger, growing up in New York and smoking weed, what was that like? Did you have to hide? Were you, like, in – were you in Manhattan? No. I grew up on Long Island, so we did go to Manhattan a lot, but not – that's not, like – See, I'm picturing, like, sex in the city, yeah, like – Yeah, everybody does. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we – uh, we've smoked joints walking down the streets of Manhattan. We, was, we used to smoke at school, like back, not inside school, right. Um, but right outside school and then go to class. And, you know, I mean, we weren't really acting as if we were scared, I guess, because it was kind of normal. It's just what we did. Well, and you're invincible when you're that age. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. The things I did then, I'm like, how did I do that? 
even. I would have a full-blown panic, <laughs> panic attack if I tried to do that now and get away with it. A hundred percent. And back then, I didn't even give it a second thought. No, I didn't really care as no. much. Thinking back, maybe I think I was scared, but I probably wasn't. Yeah. I probably didn't You care. have, like, enough people doing it with you, too. That helps a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she did it, too. Yeah. There was always a, a lot of us, so. Yeah. And it, how has weed changed? Oh, my gosh. You know what's funny? Um, we're getting ready to move, and we found this tray that we always use to break up. Um, the swag. Yeah, and put the stems and the seeds. I can't even tell you the last time I saw a stem or a seed and yeah. flower ever. Yeah. And it's it's like bougie. It's all custom. Like, what do you want to feel like? What do you want to taste like? What, how do you want it? I mean, yeah. it's awesome. Have you found that cannabis has helped your relationship? with your husband for 22 years is do you think that that might be a reason why uh yeah on all different levels I guess um one like I said we both have always smoked it helps me chill out it helps my husband husband I guess in the same way he's not as anxious as I am by any means but um you know we chill sexually I think it adds like another level of um I don't know what the word is but I feel like our sex life is much better. Um, 22 years and we still enjoy each other. We still have a very active sex life. And um, I like to say cannabis adds to that. Um, I'm going to give you some of my lube. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. I know. It um, even adds more. Okay. It ups the ante. I, I'm always down for that. Yeah. Um, we're, you know, uh, again, with my disability, especially like, um, I'm paralyzed from the waist down, so my feeling is, my sensation feeling is not 100%, and that definitely enhances um, my ability to feel things and my actual sensation. That is which amazing. It's pretty awesome. So I always share that. Um, I'm in a lot of like groups with spinal cord injuries and stuff. So there are people that smoke for that reason and for the health benefits and the benefits for um, pain and whatnot. But that's a very specific benefit that definitely has not been studied or talked about much, but it's there. It's it's real. So God, that really needs to be yeah. <laughs> put up on the top of the list of studies, because if there's one thing that will change the wor world, it's happy people. And how are people happy from having orgasms? And how do you get <laughs> orgasms from having sex? Yes. <laughs> Amen. And good sex. Yeah. And, Super and, important in any relationship. But, you know, especially where people are like having a me, harder time. Yeah. yeah. It is. It just takes it to the next level. And it's out um, of your head. Yeah. Just feeling it instead of thinking so hard. That also, like, releasing the inhibition, releasing all that nervous energy. What are they going to think? How am I going to feel? Yeah. You know, you just kind of release all that. And that alone, even without my specific, um, you know, issue or whatever, uh, makes sex so much better when right. you could just enjoy it and not ever have to be afraid. Have you always had your spinal cord issue or when did that happen? That happened when I was 15. I was in a car accident. So I started smoking after that, I think. It was probably oh. like, it was probably after. I, I don't remember. <laughs> she was too high from all the smoking. <laughs> My memory's a little shot. But I think it was, I, I'm pretty sure it was after. Because I was young, I, you know. I'm sure it probably helped with coping. 
A hundred percent. Yeah. It helped me cope a lot. And maybe it was a crutch for a while more than. Yeah. Like I said, like as I got older, I noticed, I guess, in a more mature way how it was helping me. And maybe back then that's what it was doing, but I was not using it that way. You know, at that time in the early 90s, like I'm sure my mom wouldn't want me to mention it, but, you know, she was taking Prozac or whatever it was at that time to help her deal. And, you know, smoking weed, that helped me. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I realized how much it helped me at the time until later. But, yeah, it definitely helped me, like, just keep my mind in the right place and keep my head straight. With acceptance and grief. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't understand, like, everybody has um, something that they can use to help them. So, you know, you can go to a doctor when you're 15 or 16 and get prescribed something. Painkillers. Painkillers. Opioids. (laughs) Things that can be addictive, things that could be dangerous, things that can have really bad side effects. Um, And yet, but if the chemicals in your brain are wrong and you need it, you need it, but you should be able to have a choice between what it what it you want to use and I I still believe you know I use natural soaps I make natural soaps I use a lot of natural products whole foods things like that because I believe that nature provides what we need and I would rather lean on that as I would rather my kids lean on something natural than to take something man-made and chemical and who knows what's in there or what effect it could have years down the road absolutely I'm I think we align perfectly with that because I use all organic, plant-based everything mm-hmm. because I don't see the need. I, I don't understand why other products need all this stuff in it when it you just don't need it. That being said, uh, where can we find AZ Dope Soap and how can we support you as an individual and as a business? Um, well, you can find us online at azdopesoap.com and then we're local at the Gilbert Farmers Market every Saturday year round and who knows where else coming soon I don't know and you also took on another business venture do you want to <laughs> talk about that or sure uh we just very recently took on um another small local business happened to be next door to me um that was at the Gilbert Farmers Market for nine years uh, but we started fresh. We started with a new name and a new look. And that's my husband's thing. It's um, AZ Zen Tea uh, right now at the Gilbert Farmer's Market locally every Saturday year round. And uh, we'll be online up and running soon. And again, everything organic. Um, all the teas are organic, natural. He was a chef for 25 years. So he's doing a lot of his own blends and yeah, really enjoying it. He knew the way to my heart was through my stomach. I'm in the same situation. (laughs) We have a chef in my house and it's not me. Um, So you can find Jessica at the Gilbert Farmer's Market in Gilbert, Arizona at AZ Dope Soap or AZ Zen Teas. And she's by the police officer. (laughs) My son always likes to stop and get a sticker. (laughs) And her sons are usually working there too. And they're so cute. Thank you. I love how they help you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for coming by and taking time out of your day, driving here, sitting with me just to talk. Yeah, thanks for having me here. It was fun. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And remember... Cannabis is medicine. If you have a moment, please give my podcast a five-star review. Thank you.